Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up for a PointsBet account to live your bet life. I'm Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. This is my friend Big Dave. He's on Twitter at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. In the magic bubble, Mr. Will the Goat Gottlieb is on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb. How you doing, Will? I'm so excited for our show today because we're going to talk about my boy Lonzo Ball. Very excited to get into it. Yeah. If you could tell your boy Lonzo to make sure that (laughs) knee is nice and good before we start next season, that'd be great. That'd be nice. That'd be nice, Will. I don't know. I don't know if he's my boy in that way, but I do love watching him play, and I'm <laughs> and I'm excited to talk about it. Will, I'd like to commend you on your attire right now. You look like you're oh. st- step fresh out of a catalog. Bye, like Greg. That, nice Amber Crombie and Fitch style you got happening, sir. I'm feeling you're that right now. You're way too nice to me, Dave. I, I don't deserve all the praise that I get from you. Hey, man, I call him like I see Dude. it, Will. Call him like I see it, man. Like Jimmy what Neutron, a- like freaking front of your hairdo. Is just I don't like know what's right going there. on. Right there. I said I called him like I see him. It's all over the place. I can't. I can only hope to contain it. It's. <laughs> it looks like the brim of a hat, but it's just pff, your perfectly placed hair. It's awesome, man. Crazy. Key Thunder Gaming number one says Bulls equals first round exit. Yes, we. Yeah, we, we are past that now. That's what happened. Good take. Thanks for the <laughs> reminder. Good take. Good looking out, guys. Uh, unless happen. unless they are already referring to next season, in Ooh. which, like, hey, don't get ahead of yourself. We've got a whole offseason. Offseason just started, just like, got four here. days ago. Four. Uh, speaking of which, we are going through our individual player evaluations uh, right now. So we started things off with Damar. Yes. Yesterday we talked about Vooch. Yes. Today, as Will mentioned, we are going to Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. um, another member of this Bulls starting five from the season who, when he was out, out there was looking all kinds of great, um, but just 35 games played. Let's take our first look at our grades for Mr. Uh, Big Baller Brand. Big Baller Brand. Offense. <laughs> uh, Dave and I both went with a B plus. Will went with an A minus. Um, I mean, obviously a huge efficiency and volume asset behind the three-point line for the Bulls this season. Yeah. Uh, his career high, 42.3%, I believe, is what he finished with. Um, the, the reason I didn't quite push him into the A status is because he also shot the exact same percentage overall from the field, 423 <laughs> And we, we know that Lonzo doesn't have much of an inside game when it right. comes to his shot. True. He doesn't attack the basket all that often. True. He averaged like not even a free throw attempt a game or just barely over a free throw attempt a game. That's not really part of his game. Uh, so between that and the fact that as brilliant of a passer as he was, he also did have two and a half turnovers per game without being like a always handling the ball every time down the floor kind of point guard. Sure. That's why I went with a B plus instead of anything resembling an A. What about you? That's that's fair because also he was only he was averaging what about five assists a game, five point one so, assists yeah. and like two and a half two and turnovers. Turnover. So that, that's fair. Um, I struggled. This is the only one I struggled with actually because I went back and forth with giving him an A or should I give him a, a B plus. Um, because I kept thinking A, because even though his numbers aren't reflecting it, the offense doesn't didn't run without Lonzo Ball. <laughs> like he was the offense. Like he started it, he ended it, he was the middle of it, he was all of it. Like it was so many great moments in the season, and Lonzo Ball was a part of them. I'm talking about offensively, like alley oops or just getting the ball from inbounds and immediately throwing it down the court for easy two points. The Bulls 
sorely missed getting easy baskets. And Lonzo Ball was a huge, pretty much the only reason uh, mm-hmm. for that, them, them getting that. So that's why I wanted to give him an A. But then at the same time, I was like, well, he's not really that offensive kind of guy, though. You know, great three, solid three-point shooter. 42%, all of that is awesome. But like you said, the field goal percentage is low. He's not a guy with a wide array of moves. Like, he's going to the bucket. He's not like, I'm killing you in the mid-range. You know, I'm posting you up. I'm, he doesn't have those kind of things in his game. But the offense doesn't look right without him. You know what I'm saying? It's just not a thing. And But he still deserves, you know, some praise and some love for just how well he plays well. Yeah, I think, you know, you basically described a super high-level role player on offense and that's i think he that's what he was he was like a turbocharged role player where he was shooting the heck out of the ball when he was playing uh he made the offense hum i think in a way that you saw it really decline down the stretch where they just kind of gave it to demar and got the hell out of his way and i think they really needed him to be that connective tissue um where the ball is moving side to side where you know it's not sticking you're making quick decisions you're able to get the defense off balance that way and then uh the interior shooting i remember like early on in the season everybody was like freaking out every time he took a step back elbow jumper and it clanked off the front of the rim um but i mean if you're talking about volume three-point shooters like you said matt 42 percent on threes on 7.4 attempts per game the only guys in the league who uh shot 40 plus percent on seven plus attempts were Kyrie, patty mills lonzo and anthony simon so elite company in terms of high volume three-point shooting and for me, it was another question of, you know, how, how do you look at this? Is this like, where does he rank as a player in the league? Is it how do you rank against, you know, what the Bulls needed out of him versus, uh, you know, what they actually got? Or how do you rank it against, um, you know, what he has done in the past? And I think for me, all across the board, he exceeded expectations. Um, definitely not the go-to scorer type. Definitely not. Uh, like an offensive engine in that way. But I think what he did provide was just so needed. And that's why you saw the Bulls kind of fall off without him. Way off. Yeah. Uh, Gary saying in the comments, Lonzo provide much more than points and playmaking, much like AC, he would get the team going. Dude's a solid B plus. So we got somebody agreeing with us on that, yeah. uh, on that B plus front. Uh, and, and look again, it's, it's an example of realizing what a guy does when you take him away from the equation of how your team operates. Mm-hmm. And clearly you saw his absence on the defensive end, but you also saw what it did to the Bulls offense and the way that they missed his his uh, his playmaking in transition, yeah. which yeah. was so effective and got the Bulls a lot of easy buckets and being a reliable guy who could get a pass when he was just hanging out somewhere off the ball and knocking down a shot. Um, and we saw what that Bulls team looked like when they did not have him out there knocking down shots. Yeah, hitting those, like, big timely threes, too. Like, that New Jersey game comes to my – Brooklyn, excuse me, comes yeah. to mind. New Jersey. Uh, immediate, <laughs> hey, man, I'm, they're going to always be New Jersey in my heart, all right? Keith Van Horn. <laughs> yeah, Dude, shout out. Jason Kidd, baby. I don't think I've ever heard Big Dave call them the Brooklyn Nets on the first try. He's right. Every always. time I hear Dave talk yes. about the Nets, he says New Jersey. Yes. And you know why? Because there's a deep love for the New Jersey Nets in my heart. They were always Shout like one Richard of my Jefferson. second favorite teams. Because you you love Jason Kidd. I love Jason Kidd. We love Kendall Gill. Yep. Love Kendall Gill. Man. And love Carrie Drazen Kittles. Petrovic. I was a huge mm. Drazen Petrovic. Kerry Kittles. Kerry Kittles. Keith Van Horn. Oh, they were there. Kenyon Martin. Vince. Vince Carter. Dude. Yeah. Chris Morris. Derek Coleman. 
Dude, like, Derek Coleman. I used to love the Nets. They were they were my team. Oh my I've God. always had a soft spot in my heart. Can for we do the New random Jersey generator Nets. game today? <laughs> New Jersey players, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that, and that's why. That's why I'll always be there. Like one of the first jerseys I bought that wasn't a Bulls jersey was a Jason Kidd, New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I had. A New Jersey jersey. Um, but yes, Lonzo, like just those timely threes he hit, you know, against teams like Brooklyn. Um, just Always a fail safe when we needed it. Because I remember him hitting threes where their offense wasn't even running right. And they would just give it to him and he would pull that from the elbow and he would hit that three and kind of, you know, reset everything uh, mm-hmm. for the team and immediately lets everybody know where they need to be on defense and starts guarding basically everybody who touched the basketball on the other team. But we'll get into defense in a second. But and yes. how about this? Just one more thing is like the watchability factor of the Bulls team with versus without Lonzo was just. I mean, he he just made this team so much fun. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, C Red in the comments saying, uh, C Red UK saying his quarterback passes were fire emoji. I mean, truly, some of those passes, I, I'm recalling the one where he just whipped it, uh, like kind of just like right in this seam, yep. and like nearly KB1. took one of the opposing yep. players' heads off, like just Dallas. skated, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean that would that was one of dozens of passes that you watch Lonzo make, and you're like, how did he know that there was space to make that pass, right. and then how did he execute it perfectly? Yes, it was like doubly impressive yes. anytime you saw that guy make his passes in transition. Like he he was the difference between somebody on your team being just an average role player to being a much above average role player. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he automatically. Puts more points in your scoring column, gets you more opportunities um, to get rebounds, to do anything that you like to do. He gets you those opportunities on the offensive end, and that's what's great about him. Yeah, his his box score stats for a role player were definitely there, but his impact goes way beyond the box score on both sides of the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, so so let's talk about defense. We are all we all were in agreement on that one. Real easy. <laughs> all of us gave Lonzo A pluses yeah. for his defensive effort and execution this season. Um, he, he, the way that he prevented our opponents from getting comfortably into their offensive sets mm. was something that again was sorely lacking once he got hurt, right. and that Bulls perimeter defense uh, just became so. You know, completely lacking resistance. Bad. Bad. Thank you. There's another simple way to describe it. And then also the ways in which he was a help defender. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the ways that he could be a help defender and rotate multiple times in the span of a single defensive possession mm. where it was like he was guarding the entire team by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you, you saw how much that kind of masked some of the defensive liabilities that existed on this Bulls roster because Lonzo was like, it's okay, guys, I got it. Is this one of those possessions where I just have to play defense by myself? Mm-hmm. Cool, I'll play defense by myself. And it worked. Yeah, I think that might be his nickname for me on defense is the mask. <laughs> That's all he did, man, it was just he everything. You know what I mean? You, you knew where their deficiencies lied on the defensive end, but I had him. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter. You know what I mean? And even when guys would he, – he did such a great job of anticipating. You know what I mean? Like he would always anticipate 
what the other team is about to do and where the ball was going. It's I want to see his math score. Seriously, what was his math scores in, in high school like? Like, because he knew angle, he knows angles and things He's a so well. He's a genius. Seriously, he knows those things so well. And just watching him jump those passing lanes immediately, he knows where the ball is. You know, he's jumping those passing lanes. Those blocks he used to get where they don't see it coming mm-hmm. were always fun. His and blocks from behind? Yes. Yeah. It, always the best because not only is he blocking it, he's getting the ball and he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's out of here. We're, we're starting to break. We're out. So well, those things I love that he provided, along with being able to guard everybody on the court on, a, on a, any particular possession. But he would do those little tiny, small things uh, to just really throw off the offense on the other team, Will. He, he wears uh, – sorry, not wears. He graduated Chino Hills, 4.0 GPA. There it is. I mean, no, UCLA. No there. Academic nope. institution. Academic institution, that's right. Everybody knows that. But dude, I mean, a 4.0. 4.0 like, is a 4.0, fine. man. Listen. But is that, is that a weighted scale? Like, can you possibly Come have a line. grade point? I don't know if California, do what they now. use. Like, you know, because in, in, in certain high school grading systems, if you take honors and AP classes right. I don't know if and you get A's in those classes, uh-huh. you can have a GPA higher than four if it's on a 4.0 scale or okay. higher than five if it's on a five scale. Are you saying you had those classes? Maybe. Okay, because you, you're speaking like you had the, you know, he's like, I'm speaking so like I know what I'm talking Peck about. knows all about that. that. Was just, <laughs> hey, I don't know if it was weighted or unweighted. That was as close as I can get to his math grade. 4.0, to us regular folk, 4.0 is pretty damn awesome. It was, it was. Yeah. I mean, I graduated with a 5.3 on a 5.0 scale, but. <laughs> he can't help himself. He can't help himself. He can't do it. My God. I guarantee you Lonzo is smarter than me, though. <laughs> Not like, does anybody actually remember anything from high school? Oh, no. My GPA was horrific. <laughs> horrific. But you still went to college and got a degree? Yes, I did. Got my, oh, I got so it together. High school GPAs don't mean anything. No, they don't, I think kids. that's what we're collectively learning right now. No, kids, for real, they don't. Just get to college and then hit the reset button. That's what I did. Three point, what, 3.8? Both times, Dean's list. What, what about Will's got <laughs> serious valedictorian vibes? Oh yeah, no. I just was watching the Bulls, man. I couldn't, I couldn't focus on school. <laughs> Sorry, we, we, I was talking. I was asking about Lasso's defense, Will. We were getting into that. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I I don't say this lightly because I think Draymond Green is the best defender of this generation, maybe of all time, mm. and I think it's like not particularly close. But Lonzo does some stuff as a defensive quarterback that reminds me of Draymond. I don't think he's mm. near that level, but just the ability to see like three plays ahead to get himself in a position to make like to get ahead of contests and be there like before the dude gets the ball, uh, or just like you know tip passes and and go the other way in transition. He like just by far my favorite bull to watch. Like. If you're watching the show right now, you can see me just talking with a smile on my face because he was that good. And um, the defensive metrics, they they reflect that. He was in the 97th percentile of defensive EPM. Um, he was just awesome. The Bulls were 8.6 possessions better, uh, points per possessions, points per 100 possessions better with him on the court. Um, their defense completely fell off without him. Uh, the transition defense, just like the creativity, um, just flying all around the court, like going rogue half the time and still managing to like come up with it. A uh, friend of the program, Brian Schroeder, called it cowboy mode. And I really liked that because he was just like the wild, wild west out there, just making plays, doing whatever he wanted. And it just worked out for him. Jesse James, man. 
Uh, Josh Jackson saying, if Marcus Smart can win DPOI, there's nothing stopping Lonzo. First time a guard won DPOI since the glove in the, in the mid nineties. Can we we do a quick, uh, sidebar on the Marcus Smart DPOI conversation? Sure. What do you you guys, what's your take on that? Eh, Okay. I didn't, I I don't even think he's didn't feel any way about it. I don't think he's in the top five defenders of this series right now against the Bucks. Damn. That's a pretty crazy statement. Of just the collective players on the Bucks and the Celtics, you don't think he's even in the top five defenders? And that's okay. So clearly, I'm guessing you've got Holiday and Giannis ranked above him. Maybe maybe he's like in the top three or four, but he's definitely not in the top. I got Tatum above him. Maybe if you include length, Tatum, Robert Williams is like really freaking good. Yes, he is. Is is like the one player in the league who can like just keep in front of Giannis and like make life hard for him. I don't think it's like that crazy to say. I think he's clearly an elite defender. I don't know if you could say he's fourth best, maybe fourth most important or fifth most important in this series, but he's the defensive player of the year. But that's my point is it was, I feel like it was a narrative award for him. And I think he's deserving. Like he's that good a defender. Don't, not trying to take that away from him, but give me Lonzo over Marcus Smart. That's <laughs> Niles, all I'm trying to say. Niles in the comments saying Lonzo would have been the DPOY. He was on pace for it. Look, I don't necessarily know if that's true, but what I'm very confident in is that Lonzo was certainly going to make an all-defensive team, maybe all-defensive first team, if he played the majority of this season. I think, I think there's a very real chance that both Caruso and Lonzo were the starting or the first team all defense backcourt uh Caruso really fell off after he got back from the wrist injury yeah. but those two the start of the year were just insane I don't think that would that was that much of a stretch and and I believe it was uh was it basketball index when they did their uh all defensive teams yes you know uh and Lonzo Ball definitely mm-hmm. was, was the number in one 35 guy games. there he was right in 30 for 35 games they were like nope it still was him he was still amazing <laughs> it's him so yeah, no, he special is the word I think that we should be using about what he does defensively and what he did defensively this year for the team. Right. Uh, all right. So we still have to get to our meathead grades and our overall grades on yeah. Lonzo, plus his uh, his projections for the off season and next season. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. But first, Big Dave. Yeah. Want to tell the people, people about Athletic Greens? Mm. Oh no, Will. Today. You're going to give the people what they want, sir, because they want to know how is the hair so amazing? How is the skin so it's tight all, and the smile so bright? It's all in the greens. It's, it's all, all in the AG greens, ladies and gentlemen. That is what it's all about. You know you need some, and you know you want some. Why? Because Will the Thrill is using it. Those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, those probiotics and adaptogens that he's using to help start the day right. That special blend of ingredients supports the gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things that you want to take care of. And it don't cost you much. It costs less than $3 a day. And you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brewed habit that you got. I'm not judging you, just telling you what it is. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, y'all. And you want to know reviews and testimonies. Well, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. But forget all that. The only testimony you're going to need is from that man on your screen right there. His name is Will Gottlieb. Will, tell him about the Athletic Greens one time. 
AG1, man. I'm I'm all in on it. I started taking it. Uh, when did we start doing this? Like a month or two Beginning ago? Beginning of March. And mm-hmm. Two months yeah, ago I yesterday. Finished, I finished my first month-long um, trial or, or test of it, and I went straight to the CHEO code and bought a year-long subscription because it really works. I feel like a lot healthier. Mm. I love starting my day off it, with it, the routine. Um, it's really helping, like, digestive issues and uh yeah i just think it's a it's a great routine to get into and Mm. uh like you said dave investing in your health there's nothing more important nothing more important than investing in your health and athletic greens is going to make it easy for you to do that by giving you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and one two three four five travel packs with your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. Scoop it, dump it, shake it, drink it, feel it. Mm. Get it all in there. Mm. <laughs> You know what's really good for your mental health? What's that, Matt? Making money on points bet. What? At least it's great for my mental health. And you look at damn happy. I love it. <laughs> Hit another parlay last night. Proud of you, man. Woo! Proud and of you. you know what? I'm kind of salty because there are no NBA playoff games tonight. Why you have to say that out loud? I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> because it sucks. And that I'm hurts my soul. I, because oh, I wanted to put some... my time. I yes. want. I wanted to put some bets down on points bet. I understand. I'm, I'm like, maybe I'll, I'll venture out of my comfort zone of the NBA... Baseball, maybe hockey. I don't know. Is there some soccer going on? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, if you haven't downloaded the PointsBet app yet, I don't know what you're waiting for because it's a great way to help us uh, and support us here at CHGO. Downloading that PointsBet app and using promo code CHGO when you sign up. It's also great because it's going to do a whole lot for you and give you yes. all kinds of perks, like those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Like making that $50 or more first-time deposit, resulting in you getting a free membership to CHGO to get all of our exclusive web content, including Will's amazing coverage, writing about the Bulls. I got a new pecking order dropping tomorrow. Trademark. uh, Plus access to our members-only Discord channels, including Mm -hmm. a Bulls fan channel. So that's 2,000 free bets, free CHGO membership, free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making... Just that first $50 or more first-time deposit. If you have awesome. any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We will help you out. And online sign-up from your phone, available in Illinois. What are you waiting for? It's so easy. It's fun. Same game parlays, mm. boost live, mm. watch live, parlay live, mm. all with PointsBet. Live your bet life, people. Come on now. Do it. Just do it. Why does that feel I thought so you weird? just threw your phone on the ground. I did too. I did oh. too, Will. Just plopped it down next I to me. I was worried my, about you there for a on second. My, on my chair cushion. I know you get animated, but that was that would have been next level. <laughs> Dude, I, I have no reason to throw a phone right now. That's fair. I was telling Dave earlier, I have no reason to throw a hat he did for say months. That. Yeah. Not until the Bulls play again in October. He did say this. Well, I guess, I don't know. You know, Bear, Bears kick off what? September? Oh yeah. I mean, if the Bears yeah. if the Bears lose opening week, there, I mean, there might be some hat throwing involved there. <laughs> might be a lot of throwing something involved there. Get, get ready for that then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> all right, we move on along with our Lonzo Ball grades, uh, breaking down the season. He had meathead grades. 
I just went with dark. <laughs> Explain, please. That's how I felt about this Lonzo season. <laughs> because it was such a tease seeing what he did for this team on both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. And then that initial news of, uh, he's got something going on with his knee. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call this six to eight weeks, maybe more. We'll see. He's going to at least rehab this, and then we got to reevaluate. And I just had this bad feeling that whole time. And every single game I watched and watched and watched without Lonzo, I realized more and more the fact that he might not be a star player on this team, but he is perhaps the, the player they could not afford to lose. Without so my meathead grade for Lonzo this season was dark. Because <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can come up with when I'm trying to think about how this Lonzo season made me feel. Yeah. Darg. Dark pack. Yeah, I like it. Um, I went with the triple Bs. You know what they are? The big ball of brand. What it is. And also, as long as he's not wearing the shoes. It's, oh, yes, please. Please, no more of those shoes. Please, <laughs> don't do it again. I, I don't want to see it. And also, I just realized, you know, that also stands for the three sons and, you know, ball, ball, ball. Mm-hmm. I just put that together in my head while I was saying that. But I'm just so happy <laughs> that this – because when he got to the league, there was no player – I would look at more and say they fit this team more than Lonzo Ball. And that's going, I'm talking about from when he got here. We would, because we've been missing a point guard that long. Mm-hmm. So every, I'd be like, Lonzo could be awesome here. Ah, he's not coming. Next year, well, Lonzo could be awesome here. Ah, he's not coming. Then he goes to New Orleans. Man, Lonzo could really work here. And then we get a front office that says, I hear you, big fella. That is a good idea. Let's try to get him here. Thank you very much. But the big ball of brand representing for here in Chicago for the Bulls. Uh, you saw his father. I know Matt had concerns about his father. You didn't even hear from him. Not a peep. Not a peep out of him this year. From Ball Senior. That's right. From the CEO of the big ball of brand. You didn't hear anything. Man. Never lost. Never lost. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> but just watching that and then seeing him and his brother battle when they came to the United Center, mm. I thought that was an awesome night as that well. That was very cool. That Lonzo got the best of because as he kept saying, I'm the big brother. <laughs> it is, it's on me. So, yeah, man, just shout out to Lonzo Ball, the big ball, the brand. I'm just happy it's here in Chicago, Will. My meathead grade, I don't even know if I believe this. This might be the meatiest head take that I've ever had. Okay. But – Number one seed. They were the number one seed with Lonzo Ball in the lineup. And is it fair to say they would have remained the number one seed? Probably not. But you can't really take that away from the Bulls this year. They were the number one seed with Lonzo Ball. He was that good. He was that important to this team. And he's not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm not wrong. (laughs) I'm not wrong. He's not. Try to argue. Try to argue with that. You can't because I'm not wrong. (laughs) Number one seed. Never lost. Never lost. Never lost. He's right. Like, they're. You want to say it to me here, Timothy. You're like, what? Well, the numbers actually reflect exactly what he's saying. Yes, they were pretty there, much yeah, one of the I best mean, there's, teams. There's more going on there. And like I said, the Bulls sure. probably would have fallen off a little bit more. But yeah. that's how good they were playing when they had Lonzo. They were awesome. Yeah. It's true. Um, all right, so overall grades, uh, I, I hated to do it, but I gave Lonzo an incomplete. He played 35 games, not even half. And it is a little bit of a troubling trend, and we could talk about that more when we, you know, talk next about projecting Lonzo's offseason and next season. Yeah. But, I mean, 52, 47, 63, 55, 35. Uh-huh. This season, 35. He was great when he was out there. Yeah. But he wasn't even out there for half the games this season. Yeah. So, as much as I would love to give him a, a, a quality grade, 
You can't pass a class if you show up then less than half the days that class has a class. <laughs> so he gets an incomplete from me. So what happens when you have, graduate with a 5.3. This <laughs> <laughs> is the stuff you start saying to people. Hey, man. You know what I did? I showed up to class. <laughs> Only occasionally senior year would I ditch. Oh, Mostly a, just a flawless track record of attendance. I would love to hear about peck ditch days oh. soon. I, I, I need I, that's some content I really would like to dive into. Uh, but never did anything. Stay illegal. in school, kids. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school, but ditch. don't do drugs. Ditch sometimes. <laughs> ditch senior sometimes. year. Senior year. Senior year. When everything's done and everything <laughs> put away. Yeah. Yeah. Live a little. But I gave him an A. I. I I could not <laughs> give him an A. He was just that damn good. And like Will said in his last say, being the number one seed and basically being the starting point guard for a team that nobody thought was going to do any single thing and be even a number one seed with 35 games. Nobody thought that that was going to occur. Lonzo Ball was a huge reason for all of that. The He made everybody's life easy. And I'm talking coach included. Like, Billy Donovan didn't have to call certain things out or worry about certain things because Lonzo was going to do it. Lonzo knew where they, everybody had to be. He knew who had to have the ball. He understood where people were on the floor. He, he got that done. So being a coach on the floor always helped a guy like Billy Donovan uh, do his job, you know, even better. But, yeah, I could not give this dude an A, man. He was just too damn good. I feel you. With 35 games, it feels like an incomplete – I've – I hear you. I don't think that point is invalid at all. But from what I saw, man, I can't just just get rid of what my eyes saw for those 35 games and just how good it felt to see that dude playing for our team and how good the Bulls were for that short period of time. I think I have the same take. I mean, he was just he was so good. He made the Bulls so good. And I think he was a big part of the reason why like the culture turned around. Like obviously we talked about it with Damar and I think that's, he was, he was the leader in the clubhouse with that regard. But I mean, Lonzo changed this team for the better. Um, and yeah, I think the, the not showing up to class or whatever the analogy was, is, is totally a fair one. And that's kind of why I knocked it down from probably what would have been an A or an A plus even. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to really, figure out where to place a guy like that. I think Caruso, I'll have a hard time with him too. Just, you know, he, he obviously played more games, but just knowing how to, how to measure success with somebody that was off the court for so long, that's a, an important thing. And, you know, obviously a lot of it is not his fault, right? Like he's not trying to go out and get injured, but it is concerning that he was not able to do this, that he's never really been able to stay on the court and who knows what's going to have to happen this summer. Um, AZ Cards, Phoenix Suns on God, who is hanging out watching a Bulls podcast for some reason, uh, said Bulls are a top four seed with Lonzo. I'm rooting for him to return to the Bulls if they keep him with everyone else. Uh, that's a nice, that's a very nice squad. Yeah. Colin saying, was Lonzo pass fail? He aced a lot of the tests he took, but I guess he didn't take the final exam. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, so, you know, hopefully we get, Alonzo that is available for closer to 82 games. Because, um, you know, the, a couple of those Pelican seasons, so the 1920 season that was shortened uh, and then paused because of COVID, he played 63. And that was close to the final number of games that were played. I think he had a stretch early in the season where he missed like six or seven games in a row, but that was it. 
Last season, he played 55 of not 82, but 72. If you recall, yes. the NBA went with a 72-game schedule last season. Right. Um, so that that was better than his first two seasons in L.A., where he had 52 and 47. This season felt like a step back to me as far as Lonzo's durability, and to me that will remain the biggest question coming into year two of his tenure with the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, Joey, let's take a look at that uh, Lonzo projections uh, graphic and look at what he's got on his books. You see that uh, 60 million, um, three years, 60 million remaining. Uh, he's under contract oh, next great. season. Um, I put 99% coming back. Like, I, I don't, I didn't want to make it the full 100 okay. in case something crazy happens, but I just don't see. And, and that isn't meaning like, oh, well, for whatever reason, his rehab in the offseason doesn't go perfectly and he's not ready to start. That's like, will he be on the Bulls roster right. next season? Right. I went 99%, probably could have gone 100. Um, I'm with that. Do you see the roles that he plays on this team as we discussed? Um, and to me, uh, the biggest, fattest thing in the what we need from Lonzo, as far as you see there, areas to improve, durability, mm. availability. Mm. Um, wh what are you guys are looking for? Because the, the latest updates we've gotten from Lonzo or his coach recently, but like while the Bulls were playing their playoff series, did not sound all that comforting. Didn't sound promising in that he was still experiencing discomfort with that bone bruise uh, that hadn't fully healed after his surgery midseason. Are you are are you guys as concerned about Lonzo as I am? Because we just spent you know a solid half hour talking about how important he was to this team this season, and I am terrified that there's something wrong with that knee and it won't be ready and fully healed and we won't get close to 82 games from Alonzo next season. You, you go ahead, Will. When Zach Levine hurt his knee against the Warriors in that one game, I think it was in December or January, I, I, he, he like went out for 10 days or whatever it was right away. But I was like very concerned that this was going to be a season-long problem. He may have needed to have surgery. When Lonzo got injured, I wasn't that concerned. I figured... He's going to have a surgery like Robert Williams came back in four weeks after the same procedure. Um, as things started to drag on, you know, it was like six weeks on a six to eight week timetable. OK, no real progress has been made. All right. It's eight weeks. And now we're going to shut him down again for 10 days and see how he responds. And then finally shut him down for the year. So absolutely, I'm concerned. I mean, at this point, uh, I think the the procedure was January 14th and it's May 5th now and he still is not ready. And that's really concerning. Um, bone bruises, bone, bone bruises are incredibly painful and can take, I think up to four months to heal. He said that he is not expecting to have another surgery in his exit interview, but if he has to, then he has to, these are not the kind of things that you want to hear from a guy who's already been out for so long. So absolutely. I'm concerned. I would imagine that he's good to go by the start of next year. Cause the summer is a long time and hopefully he'll be able to rehab by then. But uh, with his track record and the way that this healed, definitely a cause of concern. Yeah, I mean, you guys know me, man. I don't, I don't panic on, on stuff like this or get down on things. But this one, definitely, I, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh and my you, god. And you, you at the time, you were like, okay, if it's yeah. in the in the timetable, I'm not going to yep. worry. I'm not going to worry yep. until it's past the timetable. Yep. And now we're past the timetable. Correct, Will, and that's exactly what I was exactly right. Once it got past that, once it did all the the barriers I had up, all the positive barriers, I should say, 
I had up. Nope, he's still in that timetable, six to eight weeks. Well, Lake said they're going to give him a couple more days off and then try it again and then ramp him up. We'll see there. When all that was taken away and it was just like, dude, we're shutting him down. And then even after the shutdown, he's still like, nah, I still don't know. Complete worry. <laughs> I have absolute concern going forward uh, with his knee. Uh, I think the bone bruise will heal. The question is when. And mm-hmm. then after that, what's going to happen now? You know what I mean? Because, again, there's nothing I can really fall back on in his career to say, well, he had this season where he didn't have a you know injury, and all the injuries are pretty much lower extremities. Right. You know what I mean? Their ankle, you know, knee, you know, stuff like that. And, oh God, it's – it sucks so bad because of how vitally important he is. We spent the early part of this talking about that, just how important he is to this team. So it's it's very worrisome. I'm I'm very, very worried about it. Um all we can do is wait, you know, and find out and see what we hear from that. But yeah, I I'm definitely uh definitely concerned. Go Two ahead. things. I see one comment that I immediately thought of. The word knee just triggers PTSD in us Bulls fans, yes, especially for guards and players six five and under. My question is, whose knee are you more concerned about, Lonzo or Zach? Uh, Honestly, Lonzo's. Lonzo, yeah. Because I think what it sounds like is going to happen with Zach is that he is going to have an early offseason knee scope that is fairly straightforward and that he'll be okay and that that knee will be fine and ready to go at the start of next season. The ways in which you and Will were just kind of describing the strange timeline – with Lonzo's knee and the fact that it theoretically should be fine, but it isn't. Anytime they try to ramp up his physical activity and the different kinds of cutting and running and et cetera that he was doing on a basketball court, experiencing discomfort, shut him down. None of that sounds encouraging or promising to me. I like, and who knows, but gut feeling, who's are you more worried about? My answer is Lonzo. Without question. I think for me, for me, this answer probably changes once we, you know, in a couple of weeks here. But like for me, it's Zach just because like I don't know what's wrong with him, and nobody seems to know. It wasn't structural. It's not degenerative. Like what is it then? And like he obviously was able to play through the pain, and he was still productive. But he's clearly not the same player. Yeah. So with Lonzo, at least you know what it is, and hopefully right. it's just taking longer than usual to heal. Now, if he has to have another procedure or Zach gets his scope and they figure out exactly what's wrong and they can easily change that, then obviously it changes for me. But right now, I'm, I'm worried about Zach. I'm worried about his knee. And hopefully they identify what the problem is so that they can fix it. Um, yeah. Because I think that's a safer place to be than just complete unknown. And th- I think that's, that's yeah. one part about Bulls fans who are concerned and questioning whether or not this team should sign him to a max contract this offseason. That's one example that doesn't make me upset because it's it's nonsensical a Bulls fan saying the the Zach we saw in the first half of this season the Zach we saw last season all-star Zach in my opinion that's a guy you give that contract to without a doubt if Zach's knee is an issue and Zach is only as effective as the version of himself that we saw in the playoff series against the Bucks and in the final third of the season that's a different story. Mm. And that's not a player you feel great giving that contract to. No. So I think that, to, you know, to your point there, Will, that's absolutely fair to, to be concerned about that. Whereas with Lonzo, 
you're not worried he's about as you're you're not worried it. about that as much. He's under contract. Um, you know, he's got three years remaining on that four year deal that I think all Bulls fans were worried about overpaying Lonzo. Yeah. Uh, some of us were. I was. And without some of those incentives in his contract, he's not even making twenty mil a year. He's under contract for nineteen point five next season. And there were certain incentives that he did not hit this year because of the amount of games he missed and the fact that he was on he was on pace to be an all defensive team player, then missed games and is not going to be making all defensive team. So, you know, Lonzo's contract is not a concern at all. Yeah. Whereas with Zach and his knee, you also have the contract being a part of that. It's a great point. Uh, and shout out again to JJ Polk, aka Mark Evansley, for that contract. That's just brilliant to have that written in. But I'm just I just went and I'm looking at all of his injuries, all of Lonzo's injuries mm-hmm. uh through through his career. And this this is just from 2017 on. You know, left shoulder sprain, sore left knee, bruised left knee, two ankles, then another ankle, two adductors, illness, knee, ankle, hip, hip, thumb, COVID, knee. Like, <laughs> like, bro, that is a litany of his, injuries. Uh, his neck and his back in <laughs> there too. The bacchiotomies, man. Like it it's out of like, control. Uh, it sounds like Derek, man. It's like <laughs> oh, every every Lawrence, other day. Will. It it hurts. It you hurt Lawrence with a, with a shot from from afar. You hit, you hit him with the Steve Kerr <laughs> from a long range. You hit that man. <laughs> it's true though. It's like the the like the whole general soreness thing. Like it was just something new every other day, and yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks, and man. That's trash. Yeah, it sucks. That that is definitely the word for it, and that and that's what for me what the concern is. Like with Zach, it, it hasn't gone worry beyond that for me because I'm like, he's gonna have surgery and he's gonna have a whole off season, right? Yeah, and I know he'll recover. And plus, I saw him actually play on that knee. Lonzo yeah. couldn't play, right? He couldn't do anything. I know Zach was not the same Zach, but he still right. was playing. You know what I mean? And he still might get you thirty. And you know the other, you know, the other thing to point out is Zach maybe would not have played on that knee were it not the context of this is the first time I'm going to the playoffs. Right. My team needs me True. in, you know, in this fight uh, as we gear gear up for the playoffs. And, you know, not as much his, you know, the fact that he's in a contract year, but Zach clearly was out to prove a point to say, if the doctor told me it's safe to play, I'm playing. Right. And I may not be 100% Zach, but... This team could use seventy percent, Zach. <laughs> yes, they could, and, and they and they did, and they yeah. could. Um, so, but yeah, for you to point out the fact that like Lonzo could not play on that knee, yeah, it's concerning. It's, it's concerning. It's concerning. Man. It is. And I don't like being in this world. Of I'm pick, gonna, but, but I'm gonna I'm in it. stew around in my worry <laughs> stew all summer long. Uh. Until I see footage of Lonzo just doing sprints up right. and down a basketball court. <laughs> and it's Can't it's wait. not usual that you hear a bunch of injury updates over the course of the offseason, right? Like yeah. you heard you, you hear about the major stuff, like Ben Simmons is having the back surgery that Woj tweeted out the other day. Wow. Um but if he's just like continuing to rehab and not really like are we gonna hear anything until training camp? That is like another question for me. We'll hear about whether Zach has a surgery. Uh, we'll hear if Lonzo has another procedure, but the unknown for him is really, yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. Yeah. All right. Um, we, uh, 
we can have some fun and and stop talking about whose knee we're worried about more. Woo! Uh, to wrap up the show with a look at last night's NBA playoff action, just like we did on yesterday's show. We'll do that next. But Dave, first, uh, one more quick uh, shout out to the friends of PointsBet. Oh, one more shout out to them, and I will make it quick. Because if you enjoy CHGO, one way to continue to help us to grow, that rhymes, is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because not only are you going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. And... All the people here in this beautiful state of Illinois, this wonderful city of Chicago where the weather is true Nash right mm. now. But still, mm-hmm. you can stay inside. You don't have to go outside and deal with it because you can download that PointsBet app right now. Register your account from your phone. Start. Finish. That's you from your phone. Start. Finish. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book. Easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Will Gottlieb, tell him what you do, sir. You live your bet life. One time, Joey. You got <gasps> Oh, great Odin's Raven. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you guys, say? Speaking, speaking of the register from your phone thing, yesterday was beautiful. First sunny day in 42 days. How come it has to rain again today? Why, why are they doing this to us? I don't know, man. The teasing ain't fun. I, I don't like it. It's annoying. I'm ready for. I'm ready it's, for summer pack. It's real. Dumb. You ready for summer pack? I Dude. think everybody's ready. Peck for Heck is pack. ready for summer pack. He's ready. <laughs> Which man. have you guys looked at the forecast for next Tuesday yet? No, I haven't looked at any of this. I haven't, so haven't quite gotten there yet. It it just it it changed since I looked at it yesterday. But even today, sunny all day, high of seventy one, okay. low of sixty one. Perfect. That's not quite summer. That's my summer. No, no, dude, that's I my am summer. Good with those temps. Yeah, that's big man summer. That's me if, right there. If it's sunny outside and seventy-one degrees, uh-huh. and that's a Tuesday, so we'll be in studio. I'm naked. showing up. You butt naked in yeah. Burks yeah. shorts and a tank top. He's butt and naked. if any of my coworkers have a problem with that, that's on them. Who was going to have a problem with that? I don't. Some <laughs> people are weird about people wearing open-toed shoes slash sandals to the to a workplace. Yeah, but you're gonna have a tank top too, like you know. Oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna have problems with which, everything. Which part would you <laughs> would you have a larger problem with? It's my, bad, dude. It's my, be all packed. my my free toes, Burks, <laughs> or my tank top that shows way too much of my pasty white torso. But see, you actually have nice toes. Your toes aren't terrible. I keep I keep my toes clean. You do, you do a good job of that, man. Keep them trim. Don't keep don't let the toenails get too long. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. There are people. Who I, wear I'm them. not a you know a freak about hygiene. That is one thing that I know. <laughs> it's like if, if somebody's got like a horror show of toes down there, show of toes. nobody wants that. You didn't want it. You got some Birkenstocks, Will? Do you rock the Birkenstocks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely Birkenstocks See? Guy. Okay. I'm wearing them right now, actually. Oh! Wow. Oh, man. Well, well, la-di-da, Mr. Joining us from a magic bubble that only shows my shoulders and head. No, for real. If, it, if it's warm and sunny, I'm wearing the, I'm wearing the, the Birks. Today. I'm oh, looking man. at it right now. Next week is supposed to be a little cloudy, it looks like, but... At least what I'm looking at. Sunday, 68. They're, Monday, 82. Tuesday, 87. Wednesday, 90. Thursday, Yeah, see, I, I, th- I saw that too. Am I looking the- at the wrong? <laughs> He's like, is this the wrong city? Yeah, I don't I know if I believe this. Right. 
It was, it was saying it was going to be in the 80s early next week when yeah. I last checked it. And I just checked it. It was like, no, 70. And I was like, so it hell? might go to 60 is what you're saying? Yeah. Like, well, it might drop down there? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But I, that's my weather right there. 60s, 70s, that's as far as I want to go. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm with I'm you, Dave. I am with you. Yeah. I'm with it, man. Any, anything in the high 80s or Mm-mm. don't even tell me about the 90s. Dude, I'm, I'm all no. inside. Hell no. Inside, where's the AC? Turn it Dude, on if, right if, now. If we go to Summer League uh-huh. in July, it's going to be 133 degrees out there. I'm going <laughs> to need some you like, kind you of. You literally cannot go outside. No. It's going to be awful. <laughs> but and, you can't and wait also, to go? Like, yeah. Humidity is tough, but like, if it's 115 degrees outside, I don't care how humid it is or how dry it is. It's still yeah. really freaking no, hot. You're just yeah. baking alive. Yeah. If it's in the triple digits. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Absolutely right. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. All right, guys. Uh, before we get out of here, quick check in with these NBA playoffs still going on. We had okay. a couple of game twos last night. Uh, Heat beat the Sixers again to take yeah. a 2-0 lead in that series. Suns beat the Mavs to take a 2-0 lead in their series. Um, and I would say both uh, the Heat and Mavs, or sorry, both the Heat and Suns won fairly convincingly. Yeah. Um, you know, Sixers got it close a couple of times, and Luka was doing his crazy thing, trying his hardest to keep his team in it, but never really a threat. Um, the uh, Suns ended up winning by 20. Heat win comfortably. What, if anything, stood out to either of you guys from either of those games last night? Um, I mean, Luca's doing what I said on the show, what I wanted him to do, is to basically have those games where even if they lose, he just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, 45 in the first game, 35 uh, in this game. He's, he's been looking amazing because I just want him to, to build on his greatness is, is what I was looking for him to do this series. But – the series is going like I thought it would. Remember, I said I didn't think they would mm-hmm. go win a game, mm-hmm. but it, it's going like I like I thought it would so far. Um, and the the Heat series, it, uh, it's no point in me even watching that series. Like, it's kind of a dud series, it. isn't I it? Can't yeah. get into it. Yeah, can't do they're it. just it's too, it's just too bad Embiid's not playing because yeah. I mean I I think the Heat are still a better team, but I mean it's just not really that competitive. Maxi's been really good. Yeah. Harden has just like. I don't know, man. What happened to him? Like, I, I get that he's aged, but, like, yeah, it's just weird to see. I mean, he was, like, 35 points per game, like, two or three years ago. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. what is what is happening? Devil's uh, advocate. I thought I, I saw something I thought was interesting. Like, people are – and I agree, the drop-off for Harden is pretty absurd, but that, like, that doesn't happen usually where a guy, like you said, goes from 35 a game to, to unable to get by – Georges Niang, you know, or sorry, that's his teammate, but Max Struess, whatever it is. I, I think people are forgetting that he tried to come back from a really serious hamstring injury last year, and I, I think there's a decent chance that that is sort of affecting him. And with yeah, the fact that he also didn't get in shape this summer. Yeah, that's the part right there. Like, forget the hamstring, that part, <laughs> the being in shape part, because he honestly hasn't been in shape in about two seasons. Like, and he that's where Luca. Houston. That's where Luca has been really impressive. Impressive mm-hmm. is he's like played his way into great shape. Yes. Um, obvi- obviously, you want him to start there in training camp, but I mean that dude is just unbelievable. Like he's on yeah. pace to be one of the great playoff performers ever. And it's too bad that there's just not quite enough talent around him to compete with the Suns team. But like they're shooting the ball really well as a group. Uh, they're playing really well. Their defense has been awesome. But the Suns are just a machine. <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, like, I don't know what you do about them. 
I cannot wait for them versus either the Grizzlies or the Warriors because I think both of those teams are a little bit more complete than the Mavs. That conference finals is going to be amazing. And then obviously the finals again too, whichever team comes out of the East. Yeah. But uh, man, the Suns, I and I knew they were good. Like I said before the series, I thought they would win it, but I thought the Mavs would be at least a little bit more competitive, but the Suns are just absolutely kicking their ass. Yeah, man. They're otherworldly, man. And Chris, like I said, Chris Paul is on a mission, like a straight up mission. And I think yeah. Booker had like six, 30 points on 16 shots or something like that last night. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Yes. He, uh, he's been amazing. He, he had 14 one game. But Book like, had seriously. 30 on 19 shots 19 in game shots. two. Um, but yeah, yeah. He and he and CP3 have been very They're impressive. They're shooting like 60% as a team. It's like they just don't miss. And unfortunately for Luca and the Mavs, his teammates that were stepping up all season and then in that Utah series have been kind of ghosting him yeah. in the first two games of this Sun series. Like Jalen Brunson, I saw, I think I saw this on Twitter, averaged 27 points in that series against Utah. He's balling. And he's he's basically averaged 10 points in the first two games of the series against Phoenix. Uh like Spencer Dinwiddie, who has been amazing for them, like amazing. You know, had 11 points. Uh, Luca's most help came from Reggie Bullock last night in game two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He just doesn't have – he's not getting the help from his role players right now, whereas that yeah. Suns team, a lot of the same guys from the team that went to the finals last year, they yes. all know their roles. They yes. all contribute. And, um, you know, it's it's a good work balance and, and a, a good balance of carrying the load with Booker and Paul leading the way. A team – when when book went down in that first round and you thought oh like is this team that everybody saw as the clear runaway favorites to win it all suddenly vulnerable right. and then you saw that frisky pelicans team push them and win a couple of games and you're like oh oh maybe the suns aren't the invincible team that everybody thought they were and then we got to this series against <laughs> dallas it was like hey yeah luca you can drop 35 or 45 whatever we're still going to beat your ass yeah we'll take that <laughs> yo and it's, it's go ahead will i was going to say it's interesting too because the Mavs sort of play that Mori ball, just give it to Luca, spread, pick, and roll, right. find his shooters. And the Suns are, like, very methodical, share the ball. Obviously, they run a ton of pick and roll with, with CP, but, uh, I mean, there's just a ton of cutting, um, ton of mid-range shots. I think they were they even led, uh, you know, ahead of the Bulls in mid-range shooting this year. So two totally different styles. And typically, it's really hard to overcome such a deficit in three-point shooting, but they're so good and they're so good at making those shots that it just doesn't even matter. I mean, it's like these games aren't close. Not even close. Nowhere near it. Uh, Raging Oracle says alcohol is and strip clubs and steak every night. Won't get the pounds off. <laughs> great, great. Referring job. to James Harden. Yeah, referring to James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a point there. He's, he's got a point. I don't know, man. I, I drink a fair amount of alcohol and I eat a lot of steaks and yeah, it's felt, you left out the strip clubs, though. So oh, I that, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not gross. Yeah, <laughs> and again, remember James Harden is in South Beach right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not the place for him, man. He's it's. What do they do about him this summer? They gotta pay him. Like, they gotta pay him. He he's traded be everybody for sixty million dollars for his age thirty-seven season. Yeah, like okay, you traded I get, everybody. I get him. that people are concerned about paying Zach. This is not as bad. <laughs> Yeah. As paying James Harden to max. True indeed. I don't know You're what right. they do. Yeah, like maybe you get him to sign a one plus one or a two plus one. That's like yeah. that's a tough spot to be in because yeah. he just gave up picks and a good player to get him. Yeah, look at that, Bulls fans. Just remember you think you're down bad on it something. It always be worse. 
could always be worse, man. You could be dealing with the beard, rolling with that, and no. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Niles in the comments said the Bulls need to be watching this Suns Warriors games uh, and looking at the off ball movement and ball movement in general. Fair point. Yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, he's e- right. even 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 the Celtics in game two, yeah. that ball movement was gorgeous. Yeah, uh, and and you saw what the Bulls basically were reduced to in their final stretches of the regular season, and then that play that short playoff series against the Bucks. Ball movement was almost nowhere to be found. They'll they'll get work on it in the summer. When does the summer of hell begin? By the way, when when does that begin for? Patrick I, I don't think Demar uh, called it out. I think by it started date on Monday. Specifically, start on Monday. Started last Monday. Okay, right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea, but I think they they usually give themselves like a week or two off and then okay. get back into it. So all right, yeah, I'm ready for him to get into it. Like just, just wake him up, you know, saying like military style, just bust in his room for thirty in the morning, yeah, flashing exactly. lights and screaming. Like do it that way, man. Like I just want him in a gym working on stuff right now with all those other bulls. Yeah, I like how we're talking about like oh, I can't wait for summer, summer vibes. Want to sit around, wear tank tops and Burks and drink. <laughs> We're, we're gonna start. But I want the Bulls to be working their butts off. So we're gonna get up at four a.m., do our podcast, get in the gym. <laughs> yeah, let's match the intensity. No, yes, let's match the intensity. Yo, <laughs> we'll say four a.m. podcast. Dude. Let's do it. <laughs> Knock we, it out. We ever two do, a days. <laughs> we ever do a live podcast at four a.m. That means we just got in. Something has gone horribly wrong, or we're still up. Yeah, which means something horribly wrong or awesomely right is <laughs> going on if we're up at 4 a.m. doing that. Only Vegas. extremes. Vegas. Um, so, as I said at the top of the show, no NBA action tonight, which seems not fair and stupid. <laughs> but then, so we got uh, Heat Sixers game three and Suns Mavs game three on Friday, and then we go Saturday back to Celtics Bucks and Grizzlies Warriors. I don't know why they're doing it this way. <laughs> Joey's confused, right? That, that, that legitimately makes zero sense. It makes no sense. I, I, I can't even think of the what explanation there could be for that. I don't either. I don't. They want to give uh, Marcus Smart and Chris Middleton more time to recover. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I hope Middleton gets back. I, I hope Middleton and Gary Payton second get back because those are oh, two man. important pieces to both of those teams, man. I think they said two week uh, reevaluation for. For GP, so hopefully we hear some good news. I'm still yeah. sad about that, man. That's that's yeah. Stinks. He's a young guy, so you know he's got that going in his favor right now. He's got them Gary Payton jeans too, so he's got that going for him, man. But yeah, he. I don't want to see them if they go the next round going up against Chris Paul in the Phoenix Suns and not have that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. That defensive yeah. stalwart. You're going to need all of that playing against Phoenix. Um. Carlos said, any good college hoopers projected to go near where the Bulls pick? We're not there yet, Carlos. Slow down, man. We got a plenty long offseason. Our summer hell is on the way. <laughs> Carlos, Jeremy Sohan, Baylor, highlights. A little before our range, but look it up. All right, well, so there you go. There you go. Our guy Joey gave you an answer, but that now, <laughs> Joey, if you give a mouse a cookie... <laughs> I'm just trying to hold them over until draft prep. It's right? very kind of you. It is. And I'm sitting here saying, we don't want, I don't want to talk about the draft for at least Stop asking about it now. That's right. Stop asking about it. Don't want to talk about the draft for at least three more weeks. Meet Joey on the Discord. The we NBA got. playoffs the, uh, are happening. DM the Bulls me. might the not be in them anymore. What do you say, Will? Lottery's in, lottery's in 12 days. It's oh, happening. my God. And guess what? who doesn't have to worry about the lottery this year? Woo! Bulls fans. Woo! 
What a We've sad reason to do that horn. No, like, not. oh, we're not in the lottery for the first time in five years. I love the draft, years. man. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Draft I do love great. the draft. It is fun. And we, we have a, a VP who likes picking in the mid to late stages of he the does. draft. He does. And we've got the 18th pick. Yes. Don't need to he worry about getting lucky on lottery night. He likes the fourth pick, too. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Why, why, why is Mark K not immediately popping up out of nowhere in the comments with some, <laughs> with some cynical remark about Patrick Williams? Because he's a caring you, family man. You done messed up, Mark K. You missed your window. Uh, all right, that's it. We're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us uh, on this Thursday afternoon. Woo! We'll be back with one more episode tomorrow. We're going to be remote. Uh, but we will be live. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be doing this pretty much all off-season. Yeah. We're going to make Friday episodes fun. We're just going to call them Fun Fridays. Fun Friday. So they might not always be very like specific, keyed-in, Bulls-related news and discussions. Yes. But we're going to do some silly stuff tomorrow. It'll be silly. Oh. Well, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. I don't know what what is Kevin's tone right now. Is he messing with us? Is he being sarcastic? I think he's being. You can get in the camera. Come, come on, on in. Come on in. Come on. Come on. Oh, Let no, him see he's you. Being camera yeah, come on in. Come on. <laughs> Say hi. Come Say on hi in. to Kevin before. There we... he is. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Head of content, Kevin yes. Kane, ladies and gentlemen. Also, the host of the CHGO Sports Podcast, which yes. you were on earlier today. I was on earlier How today. Was it? It was amazing. I don't think he liked my Elvis takes because he loves Elvis, and, and I had some Elvis takes. Oh, you mean the guy over there who looks like a dead <laughs> ringer like for a Elvis? dead ringer for Elvis whose hair is like that, who loves him. But, yes, but no, these are jokes. But, yeah, I had a great time. I had an absolute ball. I wanted to do it again. It was, it was a lot of fun. Good time. So it go check that out. If you didn't catch that one live, go back and watch the replay on YouTube or find it in your podcast feeds. Yeah. And uh, same goes for this one, um, if you missed the beginning of it or whatnot. And we'll have another show for you guys tomorrow to round out the week. Uh, so for Mr. Will Gottlieb, who's Will. on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb, Will and Big Dave, Bow, BAWL Sports, on Bulls underscore Peck. That's our producer, Joey, over there. Joey! Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Joey Spathis, if you want to. You can. That's and, a first. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's can do that. We just said hi to. That's, uh, that's it. We 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 bad at cleanup today. We were the last show. We did, but it's the afternoon. We did it. I'm so confused. I'm proud of you though. <laughs> we'll see y'all tomorrow too, for a Will. fresh episode. Thanks for tuning in, Bulls Nation. We love ya. Till next time. See you red. Be good.